0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is January 21st. It's 2022. We have 11 NBA games to talk about here on today's slates. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice
1: 06, Will Priester.
0: What's happening, my friend?
1: Nothing much, man. Doing good. Another day, another dollar. Uh, Stevie has complained enough about this terrible NBA scheduling, so I will take my swing at it today. Why in the world do we have three games on a slate one day, 11 the next, two games one day, 13 the next, we've got to get better at scheduling NBA? Perhaps uh, I would be compelled to write them another letter, Stevie, and give them an idea for scheduling, and maybe they'll steal it and not give me my credit. Inside joke, at any rate, I'm happy to be on with you.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm not even going to get into it again. Um <laughs> the fact that we had a two game and a three game slate this week, it is just it says everything you need to know about this week um for NBA schedule. So we're going to jump in on this 11 game slate, start with the Thunder and the Hornets. 221 total here. Hornets a 9 Point favorite in this one as far as the Thunder go, favors is questionable. Maldon's out, Isaiah Roby's still out on the Charlotte side. PJ Washington's questionable, but I mean, they're pretty healthy just overall. Uh, anything standing out to you here for the Thunder?
1: Not really. Um, I mean, SG is 8,500, Josh Giddy 69. I feel like everyone's priced about right where they should be. Lou Dort's 54. Like, if they can keep this game close enough, one of these guys is going to pop. The problem is I'm I'm really unsure of who that's going to be. Uh, James Robinson Earl, um, God, I, I wish I could play him, but, I, you know, I, I'm not sure what we're going to get out of him. Kind of a mixed bag. Low shot attempts most games. Um, so he's not somebody I really want to get involved in. Maybe SGA 85, but I think he's going to be a little bit overpriced on this slate. All in all, Lou Dort might be my top play from OKC, and that's it. And even that's a stretch. If they keep it close, he's probably going to end up in the 30, 30-ish fantasy point range, I think. Um, if if this game gets out of hand and it, it very well could be, ironically, Charlotte's been playing great offensive basketball, uh, and they can outscore anybody. If if OKC can't hit shots. This game's gonna be over at halftime.
0: So if Favor sits again, I I still I like Robinson Earl here. Um, 27, 28 minutes against Charlotte at thirty eight hundred. I'll play just about anybody. I'll be honest. Um, so, I mean, he's not someone that is gonna break the slate, but he is capable of like 30 fantasy point games. It hasn't happened a ton this season. It hasn't happened a ton when the team has been healthy, but he is capable of those types of games. Um, I mean, this is a first round draft pick in the NBA. He has talent. So, and it's Charlotte, Charlotte's terrible against bigs. They allow a ton of fantasy against bigs points against bigs because of how fast they play and how many shots are missed and stuff like that. So, um, I kind of like Robinson Earl in this spot. I think you can always take shots on SGA and giddy, um, especially against Charlotte on the Charlotte side of things. I mean, LaMelo's price is starting to creep. Is it down far enough? Probably not yet, but we got to keep paying attention to it. Cause right when it gets to that 8k number, I'm in, I think Terry Rozier is the play here from Charlotte. He's been playing fantastic. Uh, What are your thoughts on your Hornets here? Will?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I do want to see if, if P.J. Washington is is going to be in or out. And here's why I think that's important. Um, he had already, you know, maybe been playing only about 19 minutes. I think if he's out, Ubre might play 30 minutes here. Like he might be close. Uh, and if that's the case, Kelly Ubre against OKC, who we uh, sign me up. Uh, that's, that's going to be a big time play. So. I like him. Um, You know, Cody Martin played 21 minutes. Maybe he gets up around 25, 26-ish. He's not as important to me as Oubre, but I do think Washington being out is going to impact Oubre playing a few extra minutes. Like I said, he's already going to play probably 25. He might get to the 30-ish range and at 5,400, I'm in. I'm also with you on LaMelo. That's something else I've been watching Can can we get that price, like you said, down to eight k? Even better, Stevie. Do you think it ever hits seventy eight hundred? I doubt it, but wishful thinking, man. If we get him at seventy eight hundred, time to hop back on the train. I will say, as of late, he's been fairly inefficient here the last couple games. Uh, Shot thirty one percent from the field. One game, forty four percent, thirty three percent. And you know, he's if he if he if the efficiency comes because he's taking. You know, 16, 18 shots a game. If he can have any fish at night shooting, he's probably going to drop a 50-burger. And so I'm with you. He, he is on, on watch for me in terms of his price.
0: Lakers at Orlando taking on my magic. 221 total here. Lakers a six-point favorite. On the Lakers side of things, Anthony Davis and Dubai remain out. Nuns out as well. On the Orlando Magic side, Wendell Carter Jr. probable. Michael Carter-Williams, Fultz, Hampton, Isaac, Moore, all out. Uh, Starting here with the Lakers side of things, a lot of respect for Orlando being at home in this game. Um, If you think this game is going to stay close, I mean, LeBron, 11-4, one of the top plays on the slate just overall. Um, Westbrook at 9K, he just hasn't been doing it. He really just has not been doing it. If you're looking at the Lakers, I think you're looking at LeBron or maybe like a Malik Monk, but I really like LeBron's like the only guy that I have interest
1: in here. Yeah, and, and Stevie, something I've, I've picked up on here the past couple of games now, Denver game was a blowout. Utah was not a blowout, and Westbrook wasn't in foul trouble. Indiana, 111-104. He's very inefficient from the field. Even in limited minutes, the shot attempts are there. But Stevie, you see these. Men, this this is very worrisome for me. When you know a guy like Russell Westbrook is playing like mid to upper twenties minutes, like not cracking thirty, in at least three of these games, so something's definitely off. Uh, at nine K, I would usually probably take a shot. I think I'm going to take a wait and see approach here, and see and let's see where his minutes end up after this game because they should win the game. And if he ends up in this 20-ish, upper 20-ish minutes again, we might have a trend on our hands, but we'll see. I'm with you. LeBron, Malik Monk are probably uh, the better plays, and uh, that's about it.
0: On the magic side of things, Wendell Carter Jr. coming back, um, I mean, I think it hurts a little bit, but I think Mo Bamba is always someone that could potentially get the minutes Cole Anthony had a monster
1: game against Embiid. Yeah,
0: he did. Um, I, I mean, Oof. Suggs and Cole Anthony are always both capable, of big games. It's just, you should get a much better price on Suggs. He would be, I think, the guy that I'm looking at um, on the Orlando side of things.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Cole Anthony, man, just recently, in his minutes as well, Steve, if you look at them, um, have, haven't really been – been tremendous blowout games, not not crazy, uh, and his minutes have been down in that low thirties, upper twenties. Um, perhaps that's got something to do with subs coming back, and um, you know, so that's something I've been tracking as well. But I'm, I'm with you. I'm mostly all for Orlando. I do think the, the price on Mo Bomb at 54. Not expecting a 40, 50 point fantasy game again, but I think it's cheap enough to where you can take a shot on.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to to think on the magic side.
1: I I really like Is the coach going to pull the rug from under us with these minutes between Suggs and Anthony? Like, do you think he could easily be Anthony at 35, 36 minutes and Suggs down the upper 20s? You get what I'm saying? Like, what's your read on that?
0: Good luck. Um, Because, I mean, like, (laughs) it's like Gary Harris is in the fold. Terrence Ross is in the fold. Like, all these guys are in, like, that, like, guard slash, like, wing mold because they want to get um, Okiki minutes, too. It's just – I think there's too many mouths to feed in Orlando. Even with a couple people out, I think there's too many mouths to feed. I think if you're taking shots in Orlando, take a shot shot on the cheap guys, like Suggs or Okiki, those types of guys. Um, Clippers – 76ers 212 total here. The 76ers are a nine and a half point favorite uh, on the Clippers side of things. Batum is questionable. George Johnson Leonard remain out. Uh, Marcus Morris is questionable. Philadelphia side. Seth Curry is questionable. Green, Milton, Simmons, and Tybele are still out. Uh, starting here with LA. Uh, I mean. Still no Paul George back, a, a team that is just missing their best two players, and it, it's definitely been showing. If Morris sits too, well, there's a lot of opportunity for the Clippers here. Um, I mean, Amir Coffey is, is someone interesting. Luke Kennard came back and was supposed to be on like a minute's limit and played 27 minutes, so a lot of potential. It, it's just – the minutes like Zubac played 37 minutes the other night. Like, where'd that come from? Um, I don't know. Like, are we going to see big minutes from Zubac again against Embiid? Like who knows?
1: Yeah, man. Um, and Zubac has been in terms of early scoring. I mean, right out of the gates, you know, these past few games, Stevie, I mean, you turn the TV on, you, you walk and grab you a sandwich and come back. He's got 10 points. It's been insane. Really? Um, and I think you know because of all these bodies, he took 19 shots in the Denver game, Stevie. 19. Uh, if these guys are out, I gotta think he's gonna be close to that again. I mean, if if Morris and Batum sit, don't don't you think he's pretty much guaranteed another 30 minute game and another at least what 15 shots? I would say he's gonna be. I mean, tournament and cash viable, and I don't. I don't talk cash, but man, at sixty one hundred, he's going to be there. Um, another guy that I've kind of had my eye on, like you said, Amir Coffee. Uh, he play. He's been playing big minutes. I think he'd be in play. Uh, Luke Kennard played pretty good minutes the other game. Twenty seven. He's not the top of my list, but I think he would be in play as well. Serge Baca is going to get a few minutes. He well, that was fourteen minutes. Um, I, God, I feel like he should get more than that, but. Either way, um, Reggie Jackson would be in play. The problem is Philly should blow this team out. Um, so I'd probably be more, most interested in Zubac, uh if he's going to get 30 minutes. Uh, my goodness. He, he's going to be close to a, another slate breaker, I think.
0: Philadelphia side of things. I mean, Embiid's 11K. Embiid can go bonkers in any game. Um, oh, my
1: gosh. And I knew he was going off against Orlando the other night. He abused and- Orlando the other night. And I, I just tricked myself into doing something different. And, 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 and guess what, Stevie? Here's the crazy part. Th- this is the stupid part. He played 27 minutes. <laughs> he was so
0: efficient, though. Like, he just didn't miss. It was, it was so crazy. They 73%. Yeah. Oh, he, had, he probably shot over 15 free throws. He was at the free throw all night. Like, it was, it was just inc- incredible.
1: 17 free throws fun fact
0: for you um for you prize picks people out there seven straight games for Embiid with at least eight free throw makes
1: yeah oh listen Embiid is the prop shop MVP we play all of his point props free throws first half full game doesn't matter just take me over and today he gets the Clippers oh gosh another big performance incoming
0: um, I mean Philly will, what do you think? Yeah, obviously Embiid is always in play. Anything else standing out to you here for the 76ers?
1: Nope, just Embiid for me, man. Uh, well, Tobias was a lot cheaper the last game. Um, hold on a second. 6900, I still like Tobias at 6900. I really do.
0: All right, Portland at Boston. Has a look at there. 214 total. Celtics, seven and a half point favorites in this one. Looking at the Portland side first, Lillard's out. Little is questionable. Nance Jr. and Power out and Zeller's out. On the Boston side, PJ Dozier out pending a trade, I guess. Um, Marcus Smart's questionable. What are your thoughts here on Portland?
1: I mean, I think since – uh since CJ's comeback, in my opinion, it hasn't completely killed Anthony Simons because we saw he went off against Miami. But generally speaking, I, I feel like his upside is going to get cut down some. Um, but hey, we'll see. I guess we're going to have to make it prove it to me because I guess if Damian Lillard was 7,700 and CJ was 77 uh, or 74, I mean, if, if Dame was 74 and CJ was 77, we'd absolutely be playing Dame. So I might need to shift my thinking a little bit. But, you know, just, you know, looking at it surface level, I, I feel like his upside is going to get cut down some. Um, I think at some point uh, CJ is going to have a big game. Like he's, he's been in the, the mid uh, or low 30s since he's come back. I think a 40, 50 fantasy point performance is incoming. And so against Boston a team where they're going to have to be competitive, I actually like CJ here taking a chance. And I think he's going to be fairly low owned.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you could play CJ McCollum really in any matchup. Simons, man, like, he's doing a lot with no Lillard and he's doing a lot, even with CJ McCollum out there. Uh, I think it's kind of like sticker shock on a guy that like a month ago was in the three case, but I still think like the usage and the production is there. And I mean, Boston doesn't really have many options to match up with Nurkic So I could see him having a big game. I don't mind any of those three guys. And honestly, if little sits, I don't mind maybe Robert Covington. Good old Bob Covington at 5,900. I think he would have to play big minutes. Um, And I mean, production could definitely go up with no little.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Portland's by, tough because they
0: play their guys. Like, they already play their guys. Their guys get the minutes. They play their guys. So, uh, I mean, it's still hard to kind of figure out what you want to do.
1: I mean, and then early in the year, too, Robert Covington, I mean, his fantasy production was just down, Steve. I mean, down. He was around 3,800 at one point. He It was so bad. And that's when they had Nance and – zeller and all these other guys but like you said i mean he's getting big minutes right now um at 5900 i, I think he's a good play as well
0: looking at I think the other side of the game the boston side i mean if i don't even know what to think for boston i like if smart sits i think you could take shots on dennis schroeder at 6700 I think there's better studs than Jason Tatum, and I think there's better plays in the 8K range than Jalen Brown. Boston's kind of just one of those teams where maybe some tournament shots on Williams and Schroeder, but that's really it for me.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't want to play anyone from Boston.
0: Miami at Atlanta, 217.5 total here. Hawks, a... One-point favorite, on the Miami side, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Markeith Morris, and Victor Oladipo are out. On the Atlanta side of things, Bogdanovich is out. Capella, Dang, and Gallinari are all questionable. A lot of question marks in this one. Um, that's what we run into the night before sometimes. What are your thoughts here on Miami?
1: Yeah, this is a tough spot, um, I think, for, for Miami here. Because even though, um, you know, they've got a a, uh, a few guys out, Atlanta's got a few guys out as well. And Bam's back and Jimmy's there. Jimmy just got ejected. And I feel like Jimmy's the play always. And it's just him and Bam. But then you've got Gabe Benson at 4,800 who had a good game. But is that because Jimmy was out? You know what I mean? Like, he's cheap enough, but was the upside there because Jimmy was out? Was the upside there with Struss, excuse me, because Jimmy was out? I'm going to side with that. I think Jimmy's number one, Bam is number two, and let it ride from there.
0: I think, just for what it's worth, the next slate that Miami's on, Bam's going to be over 8K. This is the last time I think you get yeah. Bam under 8K. Um so, I I had the same question as far as, like, Vincent and Butler. Vincent had 25, almost 26 fantasy points in the second half compared to eight fantasy points in the first half when Bill Butler was playing. So, just want to, like, caution into the wind. Um, Max Struss is someone that comes off the bench and plays with the second unit. Butler being in or out doesn't affect Max Struss. He's going to get the usage with the second unit. So... I think in tournaments, if you want to play one of those guys, I think you're taking a shot on Max Struss before you're taking a shot on Vincent. Let everybody else chase that, oh, Jimmy Butler was out and Vincent had a a monster fourth quarter. He put up 20 fantasy points, played the whole fourth quarter. Let other people chase that. Um, I love Bam. Bam's my favorite play from the Heat. I love this spot for him. And, I mean, in tournaments, I, I really do like max stress, just kind of looking at it before the podcast here. Um, the Atlanta side of things, I mean, we're going to have to wait on Capella, and we're going to have to wait on Gallinari, and this news matters because if those guys are out, Okongwu, Herder, Hunter, they all get bumps. Um, what are your thoughts on Atlanta?
1: Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, I mean, Okongwu kind of came out of nowhere – with, with the with the big minutes like I mean he just jumps 36 34 minutes and had you know really good games with both wasn't a bit of foul trouble in that Milwaukee game not really worried about it but I mean at 12.7 rebounds three assists three blocks in the steal. well uh, don't don't look now played Minnesota had 17 points eight rebounds one assist five blocks in the steal. I gotta assume he evens out at least two blocks in this game Stevie uh, and a steal or something like that. So he's going to have some peripherals, going to get some rebounds. Um, So I like him at 5,400. This could be the game of the night or one of the games of the night that you can look the stack, right? You got Bam, you got Jimmy, and then you've got cheat pieces from Atlanta. Now, O'Kongu is more expensive than he was before, but he's fifty four hundred forty eight. 48. And if all these guys are out, Kevin Hurd is going to play 38 minutes, 35, 30, again, I like him as well. This could be a really good little 3-2 game stat with Bam, Jimmy, and the three cheap pieces from Atlanta if everybody's out.
0: Toronto at Washington is where we head next. Two sixteen and a half total here. Wizards, a one and a half. Yeah, one and a half point favorite on the Toronto side of things. Uh Birch is out, Bonga's is out. Trent Jr. is questionable. Gordon Drogic's out, too. I guess I'm I'm going to probably stop saying that because he's not even with the team. Um, Starting here, and Washington's good to go. They don't have anybody out right now. So Toronto side first, Will. Siakam's 92. Van Vliet's 85. OG 66. Have the prices on Toronto maybe just gotten to the point where it's tough to play any of these guys?
1: Yep. I was hoping you were going to ask me was I playing anyone from Toronto? And I was going to get some early MLB practice with my favorite MLB phrase. And the answer is no.
0: Some people might have just started listening during basketball season. They don't know. They don't know about meat left <laughs> on the bone. They they have no idea. Some crazy stack terms. I mean, yeah, they're in for so much this year. They have no idea.
1: Yes. Yes. I
0: mean, looking at the Toronto prices I just don't have a ton of interest and honestly on the Washington side I don't have a ton of interest either Uh, I just I mean Bradley Beal at 8,700 he's gonna have big games from time to time I just think there's gonna be better options to either pay up for or pay down and with Bradley Beal back Dinwiddie's usage goes way down he's 6,300 I think if you're taking a shot on anybody on Washington you're just taking a shot on Harrell because he's 46 and he can go for 30 plus fantasy points and just be a difference maker in large-field tournaments at low ownership.
1: I mean, here's all you need to know. Harold comes back. Gafford was up in the 54 range, 55 range, pushing 6K in some matchups. And he's been back and playing mid-20s, and now he's more expensive than Gafford. That should tell you all you need to know about Trez. Uh, the guy's just a fantasy point machine when he's out there. I'm with you. Trez at 46. Is definitely on my list for tournaments. Might be one of my favorites in the 4K range.
0: All right, cruising along here. Chicago at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. 227 total here. Bucs, eight and a half point favorites. Uh, bull side, Lonzo Ball out. Sounds like it's going to be for a little while. Uh, Green, Derek Jones Jr., Zach Levine, Patrick Williams all out. And then Brooke Lopez, the only thing here for the Bucks. So, I mean, no Zach Levine, no Lonzo Ball. A tough matchup going up against the Bucks, but, I mean, we saw now three straight games DeMar DeRozan has taken at least 20 shots. Um, seeing Vooch get more involved against Cleveland the other night, he had 21 shot attempts. Like, Zach Levine has such high usage on a nightly basis that these guys become super interesting. Um Desamo is 6,100 I think he's still really close to playable if you think this game is going to stay close um the biggest question mark that I'll throw at you will because we like to do this um Caruso came back against the Cavs he was limited 24 minutes at max played 23 minutes do we worry about him playing more and potentially taking minutes from DeSamu or whites, or do we think these guys have just kind of established enough with Levine and ball out? Um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I think they're going to keep playing. Um, and I like Caruso for sure. I mean, man, if, if Caruso was going to get 35 minutes, sign us up, but I think Caruso, even when, uh, those guys were were in. Caruso really wasn't playing 30 minutes every game. You know what I mean? Like it was mid-20s, upper 20s. So maybe as he gets healthy, maybe it affects them two or three minutes apiece. Like maybe Kobe White goes from playing, you know, 38 minutes to 35 minutes. And, you know, AO goes from 40 minutes to 36 minutes or something you know what i mean i i think they still keep their minutes relatively close to where they are and caruso plays maybe 28 minutes once he's back you know full health so i i think they're all going to be fine
0: um milwaukee side of this game middleton's 8600 he's still really priced up um Giannis eleven seven. seven. If you think the game's going to stay close, I think you can always take shots. Drew came back, played 22 minutes against Memphis. I would, ex- I would think he'd get a little bit of a minutes increase in this one, but I think too many mouths to feed here with the bucks. They're such a well-rounded team. Um, I mean, Giannis is really the only guy that I have interest in and that would be more if I'm like potentially stacking this game, hoping it stays close.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I do like Giannis on this slate. I do want to see where his ownership comes in. And it's not like I won't blame him if he comes in at 20 percent. I'm just interested to see where it shows up in the grand scheme of this slate, because I do feel like more people will be more interested in LeBron, maybe than Giannis here. And on paper, at least the Chicago matchup should be a little bit more competitive than the matchup that LeBron is going to see. And and that just because it's competitive, that doesn't mean Giannis is going to have more fantasy points. But I do like games where I feel like he's going to have to be on the floor uh, in the upper thirties minutes, even even at a, even at a full strength uh, lineup. So uh, I I think if Giannis can get the thirty six minutes, thirty five minutes, I think that'll be right where we need him to be to, to kind of have a, have a big game. So I do like Giannis.
0: Brooklyn at. San Antonio taking on the Spurs, 234 total here. Nets, two-point favorite. Um, The Nets side of things, Bembry, Claxton are questionable. Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, and Paul Millsap out. On the Spurs side of things, I mean, they're pretty healthy. Nothing to kind of report there. Looking at Brooklyn first, I mean, it's an away game, so we're going to get Kyrie. He took twenty-three shots against Washington, twenty-three shots against Cleveland. No, Kevin Durant. I mean, the upside's there for both Harden and Kyrie. Will it's just we're getting a huge discount on Kyrie compared to James Harden? It's twenty-three hundred dollars.
1: The, the real discount is the Marcus Aldridge at dollars fifty-two <laughs> hundred. I'm kidding, people. I promise, I'm kidding. However, going into San Antonio, though. I I am kidding, but I'm partially serious, and let me tell you why.
0: Oh, going into San Antonio. (laughs) 5,200. 32 minutes the other night.
1: Oh, Mm. I'm sold. I'm
0: sold.
1: (laughs) Listen, not only was it 32 minutes, though, I mean, it was vintage. LaMarcus Aldridge, let me just keep giving you daggers from the mid-range. Now, look, he's not going to shoot 73% again, Stevie, but he's always, like, He's going to be close, like 50-ish, 60-ish percent with his shot selection. Stevie, the man put up 27, six, three, and two blocks, 43 fantasy points. Now let's talk about that in relationship to the rest of the team. Harden put up 18, nine, and eight in 40 minutes. Kyrie, I think Kyrie had 20, yeah, 37 and three. Stevie. I think this is real and here's why. LaMarcus has been, LaMarcus has been putting up numbers all season. It didn't just start last night. I am, I am kidding in terms of, you know, maybe him him getting all those shots but if you go back and look prior to prior to them kind of limiting him, when he's gotten the minutes. 34 minutes against Cleveland, 21. 29 minutes against Boston, 17. 28 minutes against Phoenix, 18. Now he did have 32 minutes against Minnesota, only put up 13 looks like, but Chicago, 20 minutes with 30, uh, 20 points in 33 minutes. If he's going to get 30 minutes, Stevie, it feels like he's going to put up at least 18 points. And now we need him to do his rebound and get a couple of assists. I did not start this pod out thinking uh, that I was going to be extremely interested in LaMarcus Aldrich. I actually think I'm interested. No KD Harden is an assist monster. He's going to get his shots as well. I know I didn't need to sell you anymore, Stevie, but I, th- this might be the pod, uh, our uh, our uh, combination agreement of the day. Lamarcus Aldridge at fifty two hundred is probably in play, and nobody's going to play him.
0: You sold me at Lamarcus Aldridge going to San Antonio. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, wow. I don't need. I don't. He, I, I don't need anything else. I heard Lamarcus Aldridge <laughs> going to San Antonio. Um, I mean, on the San Antonio side of things here, DeJounte Murray is a gem. I mean, he is low owned every single night. He's put up over 60 fantasy points in three of the last five games. (laughs) Nobody plays him. He's a walking triple double. Like this is what Luca was last year. And and like, I'm not comparing the talents. They're both very talented in their own right. I'm just saying like, we're getting Luca production type numbers from DeJounte I have uh, I'm sure someone will like screenshot and send me old, oh, they're not even close to me that it's close enough where like this dude's averaging 19 8 and 8 like that's super good numbers and he's low owned every night every night he's low owned um I, I mean I can't preach it enough if, if you listen to the podcast all year you know I'm on team DeJounte Murray um, Yaka Potl, I, I think, is always someone you could take some tournament shots on. That's it for me on San Antonio. With everyone healthy, I just – man, you could have sold me on Patty Mills too for what it's worth. But anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I – uh man, double revenge. Whew. Could could get real interesting. But I'm, I'm with you on Potl, even at 68. As long as those minutes are going to be stable, he's in play. Keldon Johnson at 52. Man, I wish Kelvin would produce. He's just not getting it done consistently. Uh, here's somebody who I, who I do think is going to pop in this game, and that's Devin Vassell. And, man, I wish he didn't drop 40 on OKC. I just – gosh, I, I was so disappointed, Stevie, that he dropped 40 on OKC because this is the spot where you want to play him in a matchup where uh, this team is a little bit smaller, right? They don't have, like, some big uh, uh, center, especially with Claxton, a lot of these guys on the shelf. Devin Vassal is a guy that's going to get out and run. I I like him in this spot at 4,500. I just hate he dropped 40 on OKC. I'm hoping people can just not look at it at all and let me get another guy from the Spurs that should be under in Devin Vassal.
0: He did it so efficient, too, so that's a little concerning, but he is someone that has the upside at 4,500 that should at least be mentioned. Memphis at Denver. Oh, there was I, There is a total up now. It's 220. Denver is a four-point favorite. This line was not out yet, but it is now. On the Memphis side of things, Kyle Anderson, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Tyus Jones all out. On the Denver side, Green, Murray, Porter Jr. remain out. Um, Memphis first here will, I mean, Triple J is 6,300. I mean, he's the guy that instantly stands out to me. Price-wise, John Morant is someone that is capable of monster games, but that's really all I got. I mean, Concher at 43 is going to get minutes, so if you want to play him if he's cheap on FanDuel or Yahoo still.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, 4,300 on DK. I don't hate it at 32 minutes, but, you know (sighs) – I don't know if he's going to have the the same upside. John Moran at ninety three hundred. I do like it. He put he dropped sixty seven the other night against Milwaukee. Um, you know, and had a had a sprinkle in of you know a couple games less than forty. But then we're right back at it here. He's been playing really well over over this last let's go fifteen to twenty game stretch. So uh, I like what we're seeing there. Uh, Steven Adams is forty seven hundred now. Minutes have come come back down some. Uh, he you know he had had some. 30-point game sprinkled in there. Uh and then Brandon Clark is a guy that they're starting to play a little bit. Uh, but at fifty-one hundred, he's gotten you know a lot more close to uh the price where I just kind of want to hop off. If he was still around 45, I think I would have been in. Uh, but at that price, I'm I'm gonna pass.
0: Looking at the other side, Jokic is always someone that you could play.
1: He's 93 12, fantasy points, bro.
0: 12-6. I mean. I get it, right? I get it. Jokic, he's a he's a beast. And when he when he goes to the free throw lines, when he goes to the free throw line 16 times, he's gonna put up 70 fantasy points. I, I don't know how many times he's gone double-digit, like free throw attempts this year, but I'm sure he scored at least. 60 plus in every one of those games because he's a he's a good shooter so he can make the free throws he's gonna get assists he's gonna get rebounds and he's gonna put up points on top of the free throws like i just 12-6 is a tough ask but i mean he might be the best dfs player this season
1: Yeah, he might be. And, Stevie, let's give out a a few extra statistics as we get a little bit closer to the end of the the pie. The last time Jokic had uh, double-digit free throws, it was 11. He had 11 attempts. That was on December 13th. Please don't look. How many fantasy points do you think he had? 65. 73. I was close. Yeah. Okay. He got close. He got close against the Pelicans, had nine free throw attempts. He put up 72. Uh, Had nine in this game, put up 57, 11, 54, 10, 60. I mean, like you said, if, and he can get there without the free throws, like the game before he had 72 with three free throws. Bottom line is like you said, Stevie, he really might be the best fantasy player of the season. And get him at 12-6 on this slate is going to be – he's going to be really low-owned. You you pretty much can just play him every day and let, let's let – it's all about – he's basically like old-school Russell Westbrook. Does he get 70 or not today? Like, that's basically what's happening.
0: Anybody else from Denver that you like, though?
1: Uh, not really. Like, you know, Aaron Gordon is already going through his, his uh, space of piling up. I mean, he's got – Three 40-point games out of the last 10, and now he's 6,100. And I just don't play Aaron Gordon, so I don't even have to worry about getting burnt or, you know, I, I think that's it for me. I know Jeff Green is playing some minutes and, you know, uh, all these other guys, but it, it's mainly just Jokic for me. Will Barton at 54 feels good, but the production just hasn't been there. I, I, I take away see approach there.
0: Yeah. I mean, the matchup is fantastic for Monte Morris. So he would be, I think, the other Denver player that I'd take shots on. But I don't want it to feel like I'm chasing that big game either. I think that's the biggest concern. Detroit at Utah, 218 total. The Utah Jazz, 14 favorites in this one uh on the detroit side of things <laughs> grants out Hayes is questionable jackson is out and then on the utah side donovan mitchell is out concussion protocol so we're saying out now i mean you never know and then hassan whiteside's out even with no donovan mitchell this game's not going to stay close um I, I just this is one of those games will that i am just probably going to full on fade the only thing that i have some interest in whatsoever is kelly Olinick at 5500 took 17 shots in his first game back after two months of missing basketball games and, and like looking at for but still looking at like the detroit lineup like all right he could do it again like whoever he gets as a defender he'll Dragged him to the three-point line. This is what we talked about with Kelly Olynyk for so long with with when he was with Miami. Like he's the only guy in this game that I have interest in.
1: Uh, I agree. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, nothing on the Jazz, right? Like I just. Oh no, 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 no. Especially, and I know Rudy's 89, and he could put up a monster game. But I, I just Rudy Gobert 89 scares me, and, and he's been Stephen. He's been really good this year. Like in terms of rebounding and scoring, like he's not just getting 20 rebounds and eight points, like he's putting up strong and I mean strong double doubles 23 and nine the other night, 19 and 16, 18 and 19, 10 and 17, 20 and 19. Stevie, the guy's crushing, but that's about it. Like, even with those monster games, he hasn't passed 50 fantasy points. Stevie, listen. 23 and 9, 19 and 16, 18 and 19, 10 and 17, and 20 and 19, and he still didn't pass 50. I'm, I'm willing to take the fee.
0: Joe Ingles at 4,200 with no Donovan Mitchell should play 30 minutes and handles the ball a lot when Mitchell's out. I, I don't mind him.
1: Well, in, in a normal circumstance, and he, he can probably, like you said, he could probably still get there. I think for me, I'm just banking on the blowout, which is why I don't want to play him. Like, if this is going to be a close game, I was all over angles the other night. But but tonight, oof. But he can still go out and do it at 4200 for sure.
0: Houston at Golden State is where we finish out. 229 total Warriors, a 11-point favorite. It is a back-to-back for Golden State. We do know that Klay Thompson will not play in this game. They ruled him out for Friday already. Uh, we know Draymond Green is weeks away um, from returning and Otto Porter sat Thursday to play Friday. And that makes a ton of sense with clay playing uh, Thursday and not playing Friday. So looking at Houston first, Kevin Porter jr. Has definitely seen a usage increase. Uh, the shot attempts have been back. This is the Kevin Porter jr. That we were playing there and absolutely loving outside of him. I mean, you could take some shots on Christian Wood, but he's 8,100 now. Jason Tate at 5,600, his minutes are just all over the place. I mean, it's Kevin Porter Jr. for me, and that's about it.
1: Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. Um, you know, yeah, I agree. That's about it. And I really don't want to play him on the slate. Like, I, I, this should be a blowout, but once again, you know, if they if they keep it anywhere competitive, like they were reasonably competitive against Houston. I mean, against uh Utah, it actually won the game, if I'm not mistaken. I think they beat Utah the other night. Um, if that's the case, you know, he could be a smash play.
0: Uh, Warriors, no clay Thompson. Auto Porter's back. Kaminga has been playing really solid. What are your
1: thoughts here on the Warriors? Against Houston, I think Kaminga at 4,900 is a really good play. Um, Do want to see how he does tonight against Indiana. And the coaches have already said that he's going to start. Stevie, he's going to be starting. Like, as long as Draymond's out, they said he's in the starting lineup now. I want to see how this goes. With no clay, that should open it up for him some. I also want to look and see what happens with Andrew Wiggins. Like, how is his production going to get impacted? Because I felt like he was a major key for this team – But I can definitely see where, you know, perhaps playing, playing the game coming back will hurt some. Um, But he's on my list. I just I I just got to get a good feel for it as I progress through the day. But Jonathan Kaminga is for sure uh, a guy that I think I'm interested in against Houston.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just been he's been playing great. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Will, who are you looking at today?
1: Yeah, Steve, it's the guy I talked about, and I think we might actually know each other's plays today, ironically. Uh, I'm going back to Washington. Give me Montrez Harrell. I know he's not getting 30 minutes, but, man, when he's out there, the production is there. Uh, We talked about him probably being the only person we wanted to play. And it is going to be up and down against Toronto. I love Trez here.
0: Yeah, I like that one. I thought you were going to take my guy. Um, I'm going Vassal at 4,500. Now, this question is 7X. There's not many guys that I think under 5K can go 7X. I I think he has the ceiling to go 7X. So um, that's why I picked him. I thought you were going to take him when you were talking about him earlier. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today?
1: A lot of choices, a lot of choices, a lot of choices. And I know that, uh, you know, this game should be up and down. I'm not expecting to be close. I'm actually going to go with Steph Curry at 11-1. I I just don't think he gets there.
0: I'm going to go Jason Tatum, 9,700. Just the price with everyone almost healthy for Boston. I just, I I mean, I don't see him going over 50. He's done it once in his last five games. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got, Will?
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go right back to the well on a guy that had a, a what I felt like was a monster, monster, monster game. And I think that's going to continue yet again. And he's playing your Orlando Magic. I'm actually going LeBron James. He was cranking out 60s. I think LeBron has a big game here against Orlando. G- give me LeBron at
0: 11-4. I'm going to go with Bam at 7,500. I love this spot for him. The matchup fantastic. I think he crushes in this game, so I'm going to go Bam. Uh, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got?
1: Sorry about that. I was trying to unmute it. it the, the button wasn't working. Give me Kelly Oubre. P.J. So Washington is out. My guy. <laughs> Listen, P.J. Washington is out. These guys are playing OKC. He's cheap. I don't think he gets the ownership. Love Kelly Oubre here. Going to pull my fandom out of the hat at 5,400. I think Kelly Oubre goes for 40. I'm
0: going to go Kelly Olenek. Uh, just the, the shot attempts in his first game oh, back. The, the Kelly crew. Yeah, that's why when you said Kelly, I was like, did he just take my guy? <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's going to play Kelly Olynyk against Utah. And like I said, we talked about it all the time when he was with Miami, he will stretch the, f- the court and he's not afraid to shoot. And with Detroit young, like he, this is a perfect opportunity. We saw it a lot earlier this year for Kelly Olynyk to shoot. Um, so I'm going to go Kelly Olynyk. Hopefully he gets like maybe he gets 26 minutes in this game at 5,500 and puts up 18 shot attempts. I'm in let's, let's do some Kelly Olenek, uh, the podcast, the duo GPP play of the day, LaMarcus Allridge. Don't forget about that. Um, yes, I wasn't going to let anyone forget. Um, so they can all tweet us when revenge is not a thing. And he puts up 20 minutes. (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, any bets standing out to you before we get out of here?
1: Man, you know, I'm always trying to look for one. I'm going to tell you right now, if you guys haven't learned, I have a staple, book it almost every game. Just whatever Joel Embiid comes out at, just take the over. 27 and a half, take the over. 28 and a half, take the over. 29 and a half, don't be afraid. Take the over. That's the best investment I can give you uh, until he slows down. And I don't see him slowing down. MVP Embiid has been in full effect for weeks. My God.
0: I like Brooklyn minus two. Uh, I think that line's going to move a lot. Um, it opened at minus two. It's at three some places. You can still get it at two some places. Uh, Brooklyn minus two is something I like a lot. All right, we're going to get out of here for the weekend. We'll be back Monday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We will see you then.